Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hi, Flourish. I'm Caitlin. I am so honored to be speaking with y'all today. I love Pastor Penny and her heart for Flourish. I love what she's been sharing with us on how to relate to your adult children and in general, how to relate to adult relationships and how we can grow and love people better in those relationships. My husband, Chris, and I currently pastor two churches in the New Orleans area. We are the Tabernacle Chalmette in the Tabernacle Metairie. We have three of the greatest kids in the world. Addison is eight, Bethany is seven, and Samuel is three. Aside from ministry, I work part-time at an ophthalmology clinic. I also run a small cake business from my home. So needless to say, life gets busy. It is busy. And I'm sure that most of you listening today, you can relate. Between ministry commitments, ball practices, recitals, date nights, Bible studies, work, and just making sure that we're being good humans and all of that can be tiring at times and often overwhelming or even seem impossible. Today, I want to discuss how we can do ministry amidst the busyness of life, specifically ministry with small children. If you are no longer in this season of life, please don't tune me out just yet, because we who are in this season, we desperately long for your friendship, for your wisdom in it all. Ministry is simply servanthood. It's our acts of service to other people. It's not a title. It's not a position but it is a lifestyle that we are all called to live. In Proverbs 22, 6, it says that we should train up our children in the way he or she should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. This verse is a popular verse that a lot of Bible-believing parents stand on, but do we really believe it in the sense of the work that it will take to train those children in the correct path? You see, it doesn't just apply to the biblical teachings on Sunday mornings or the classes that we have them attend, but it's in our day-to-day lives within our homes. What are we doing with them every day to train them up for this life? This verse specifically says to train, and that's what I want to talk about today, how to train ourselves and our children so that we may walk with the Lord. In order to train, we must have a plan, just like athletes have a plan. They prepare for games. They train specific parts of their body, specific muscle groups. They research how to rest those specific muscles so that they're ready for game day. The same goes for runners. No one can wake up and just run a marathon without first training for it. It takes time and intentional planning and training in order to do that. Just like Paul says in 1 Corinthians 9 where he talks about everyone has a race and runners run their race to get a prize. But we as believers, we run our race because we know that we have an eternal prize with our heavenly father and that we shouldn't be running this race of life aimlessly, but that we should be running it with purpose in every step that we do, that we shouldn't be like a boxer just swinging in the air, but that we should have discipline and discipline our bodies and our lives so that we may honor the Lord in it and that we may win souls and make disciples along the way so that our eternal prize in heaven will have friends with us. Amen. 
Let's talk about three things that we can focus on as parents that I believe will honor the Lord in ministry amongst the busyness of life in, in this season of having small children. The first thing I want to talk about is intentional living. This is our everyday works, home schedules, schools, activities, church, the things that you do most days. This is where we can have a routine. I believe that routine is vital. I believe that everyone should have a plan and a routine and a schedule that they follow week to week. One of the biggest things that helped my family is to know where what everyone is doing and where everyone is going to be every single day. Now, that may seem like a lot, but I'm telling you, it eliminates miscommunication, which in turn eliminates arguments. It helps our home flow so much better. We're in, we're in better moods when we follow our routine. We're happier. Everybody knows what's going on. It blesses the Lord, I promise. When my kids were smaller in the baby stage, particularly in their infant stage, a book that really helped me get them on a routine because I know that can be really hard and very discouraging as a young mom when you feel like you have to follow your baby's routine, but that is a lie. They will fit into your life, and the Lord wants you to honor him, honor him with your schedule there. And so a book that I read that really blessed me was Becoming Baby Wise. It's by Gary Ezzo and Robert Buckman. And in the title, it says, Give your infant the gift of nighttime sleep. And I loved the way that that was worded because it's not about the parent. It's about giving your child the gift of sleep that they're due. It's teaching them that we as believers, we believe that the Lord has given us this gift of life and we're going to honor him by allowing our schedules to be planned out, by disciplining our bodies to follow a routine so that he can be honored and he can be used in our lives. The second thing I want to talk about is intentional parenting. Kids know when we are unsure of ourselves. They can sense the chaos. They can definitely sense our lack of confidence as parents. And this is something that is vital in our in our lives and in the sense of not being that boxer that's throwing punches and having a plan allows them to see the confidence that we have in our routine. And although I am a fan of book resources, obviously, that will better me as a mom, there's only one book that we truly need as parents, and that is God's Word. I had this revelation recently with my youngest, Samuel. Like I said, he's three And he comes with all sorts of challenges, but his little rebellious spirit comes out sometimes. And we were having some moments where we just didn't know what to do as parents. And I was beginning to get very discouraged in that. And one day while I was reading, the Lord highlighted to me the fruits of the spirit. And I said, you know what? I'm going to start doing this with Samuel, specifically in the times where he is beginning to throw these tantrums. So what this looked like was... If he was getting upset or beginning to act angry, I would say, Samuel, who are you? And he would say, I am your sweet boy, because that's what I call him, my sweet boy. And I would say, yes, you are. And you are kind. And I would make him repeat that after me. And I would make him say, Samuel is patient. Samuel has self-control. And we would just go through a few of them until he was calmed down. Not only was he speaking God's word over himself, 
but we've been doing this for a few months now, and I've watched the confidence in him, in the excitement in him when we do it, because now he's proud of himself that he knows what we're going to say, and a light has come to him, and he's able to do it himself now. He will. He knows what I'm going to say before I even say it. So use God's word to intentionally parent your children. It's training them up to speak the word in hard times in their lives. The third thing is we need to have intentional relationships. It takes a village to raise children in ministry. You cannot do it by yourself. I cannot stress enough if you are involved in your local church the importance of being in a small group or a Bible study, having a group of women who support you, who read the word with you, who can call you out on things, even though we don't like that sometimes, it is vital to your relationship with with God and with your children. We need adult relationships as mothers, people to share our struggles with and our victories. We deserve to be celebrated just as much as we think our children deserve to be celebrated. It is important. As moms, sometimes we can overprotect our children so much that we smother them. And when it's time for them to go out in the world, when we feel like we have properly trained them to go out, all we've done actually is train them for circumstances that we thought were necessary instead of what the Lord needed them trained for. It's easy to get caught up in our own busyness that we feel we have no time for other people. But when we allow ourselves to open up and develop relationships, what we do is we gain a sisterhood. We gain a family of Christ. And sometimes family can see things and purpose in our kids that we can't. And they can be part of their training. And they can be part of the plan as we raise them up in the Lord. Because we are the body of Christ. And just because we are busy raising our kids doesn't mean that we are no longer called to that body. If anything, we are more called to raise them, disciple them as we're discipling others. Let your life be an example to others. Let your life honor the Lord in everything that you do. I believe that we are not only called to do ministry with small kids, but that we should We are called to and have been given specific gifts to reach other moms who do not know the Lord. Your life can show them how God can be honored in all of it. The way we live our lives should be an example of God's love. The way we raise our children should be an example that kids are a gift from the Lord. They're not an inconvenience. They're not an annoyance. They're not getting in the way. They are a gift from God himself, and they should be treated as such. We should honor that in our training for them, in our plans for them, in their schedules. We should create atmospheres where God is welcome and he's honored with them. We should live intentionally, continuing to do the work of the kingdom in our lives, in our parenting, and in our relationships. Thanks for listening to the Flourish podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.